Welcome to Rethinking Leadership, where we're serving fresh ideas over coffee, because nothing happens before coffee. I'm Jackie Lesser. And I'm Dee Yarrison. Grab your favorite mug and let us fill you up. Hi, Jackie. How are you doing today? Good morning. Good morning. Fine. How about you? Good. I'm happy to be with you. I feel like it's been a long time. Yeah. And, uh, and time is going really, really quickly. And what I've noticed is that more and more people are talking about how overwhelmed they feel. Mm. You know, the ramp up of time, you know, the, the holiday season coming, <laughs> yeah. you know, the post-election, people are just mm. feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. And I have just completed a workshop um, where I was facilitating an amazing group of people on overcoming overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would be really timely to share some of the the nuggets and the wisdom from from that. Well, that, that sounds workshop. that sounds really good to me. I um I have been feeling overwhelmed myself the last maybe a week or so ago, I was really, I found myself really having to work hard to manage the feeling of overwhelm, to, you know, overcome the overwhelm. It was a, quite an effort. So I'm, lo I'm looking forward to our topic today. Yeah. So what was up for you? Oh, so I have um, a couple new projects starting. I, I think at the heart of it, here's maybe we can work with this. I think one of the things that was really going on, because I always have new projects starting, right? One of the projects in particular is something that I, it's not necessarily what I do. You know, it's, um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting project, but I'm taking it on knowing this is not, I mean, it's not coaching. It's not exactly leadership development. I'm going to be helping a group of churches build an online leadership development program for their church community and for other nonprofits. So it's an awesome project. A lot of the content for the leadership development is going to be based on my content. But my role in this project is not delivering content and facilitating people's leadership development. It's going to be, you know, like technical project management, helping them plan out the steps to build this online program. And that's not what I do. So that's what I've been telling myself. That's not what I do. <laughs> and, I, and I've been feeling overwhelmed. So what feels overwhelming about that? Well, I think I am not sure. I don't know how to be a project manager, you know. Um, oh, boy, and I'll tell you a piece that feels really overwhelming is project management means taking care of a lot of details. And details just stress me out. <laughs> Very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, and to be the holder mm -hmm. of the details, whoa, like create a table and charts and columns and oh, I'm that, yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> uh. Well, there's plenty of times in life where we take on things that, you know, are either a little bit edgy for us and mm -hmm. we're growing into them or we say yes to things that we really find interesting or compelling, but we might be in the wrong role, yeah. you know, um, or sometimes we take things on that we really want to say no to, but we say yes anyway. And all of those things can create overwhelm. Yeah. So one of the questions that I have for you is, as you even think about this project, just put yourself into the project right now. Okay. Just imagine that you're, you're working on some of these details. How are you feeling in your body? Uh, anxious, 
and I feel that my anxiousness shows up mostly in my stomach with like a, um, I always call it butterflies, but it's not a nervousness. It's like more of a movement, a lot of churning, a lot of movement in there. Yeah, mostly in my stomach, sometimes in my shoulders, tension. Ah, oh, my breathing gets shallow, mm. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tightness, my yeah. stomach gets tight, yeah. And you don't even realize how much tension you're carrying. And I think that's really one of the first signs that we're overwhelmed. It actually happens in our body. Mm-hmm. So there's that contraction. And, you know, I think that if I can impart any to you and to our listeners, it's that the first thing that we need to do when we're feeling the overwhelm is rewire the panic button. Yeah. Right? Because events and circumstances come into our awareness. We say yes to things. We say no to things. You know, stuff's going on. And the first thing that happens is that we panic. Yeah. And that panic creates contraction. Yeah. Right. And I think what happens in that moment is you pointed out there's a physical response first, physically in our body. But right on the heels of that, maybe, you know, almost simultaneously, there's thoughts that then start going, right? So I have this physical reaction, and then right away before I even realize it, I'm thinking, I don't know how to be a project manager. There's too many details. I can't do that. All those thoughts that then can, you know, perpetuate the yep. the physical yep. sensations. So the rewiring or panic button, the first step, as you were saying, is like noticing what's happening physically in our body and just <sighs> breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think if, Again, if there was one takeaway, it would be like, okay, wait a second, I'm in overwhelm and I'm reacting. I'm not responding. You know, my body is reacting to these thoughts and I'm making it mean overwhelm. So the first thing to do is really to rewire your panic button. And the way to do that on the physical, as you just said, Dee, we just have to take a deep breath. We simply have to take a deep breath because the breath is the elixir that connects the mind and the Mm -hmm. spirit, and we become present, you know, and all of a sudden we can calm down now. Mm -hmm. The parasympathetic can take over. You know know what it feels like to have cortisol and adrenaline running through your veins. Right. You were just describing it, what happened in your stomach. And I love what you said, because it is true that there's science here that as you breathe, you literally are signaling your nervous system to calm down and you're giving your brain that those couple of seconds it needs to shift out of the you know the the reactive place the amygdala place to shift out of that and to bring my whole brain back into the picture so yes it does help me to feel better um it's also working on a physiological level in my body as well exactly exactly and you'll notice that when you do take that deep breath or a few deep breaths And what we'll do also, we'll put a breathing technique in the show notes, the Andrew Weil breathing technique. When you do take a couple deep breaths and they're intentional, you'll all of a sudden feel yourself on the chair. You know, you'll all of a sudden realize, whoa, I just came back into my body. I am way more available. You know what I what I always do too when I when I notice I'm in overwhelm and panic and wanting to rewire my panic button. As I'm taking this breath, I just always put a hand over my heart and one on my gut over my belly area and um, just draw my breath. You know, I'm literally feeling those parts of my body as I'm bringing breath and oxygen into them. And I think that the, you know, that's, that's one, you know, rewiring your panic button as far as I'm concerned has four elements to it. And we just covered the physical 
Mm-hmm. You know, so we've just rewired your panic button. You just rewired your panic button on the physical level by taking breath and by just being where you are. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that I think is so critical is rewiring your panic button on an emotional level, right? All the feelings creating this, this experience of overwhelm, you know, for rewiring your panic button on the emotional level, I, I call it feeling and dealing to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to feel and deal to heal. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that that. is you're feeling overwhelmed. You know, you're feeling, it could be, I feel incompetent. You know, I don't have these skills. I feel lacking in some way. Mm -hmm. Whatever the feeling is, just not to try and get rid of it, not try to eject it or reject it in the moment, but just let it be there. Let it be there while you're breathing. And then the dealing part is bringing in the level of compassion that you would to a child or to a dear friend or a loved one who is feeling overwhelmed or inept or angry or whatever the feeling is, you would be caring to loving and compassionate way. And what we're asking you to do here is just to turn that compassion toward yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So feel the important. feeling, feel the loving presence of that compassion that's available to you and just let it be there. And notice what happens when you start to be compassionate to yourself. Right. For me, what happens as I bring that self-compassion and and that recognition, as you're saying, feel, what am I feeling? And then the dealing is not ejecting or rejecting, but making it okay. There's there's a level of acceptance, self-acceptance and support. It feels supportive to make it okay for me to have these feelings. Rather than telling myself, oh, that's ridiculous. Of course you can handle this. Just, you know, keep going, get out your PowerPoint and whatever. But to give myself that moment to be compassionate and to know, and to, because then I remember, oh, you know what? I really can do this. I remember that in the presence of support and compassion, when I am being, feeling rejected or ejected, I sometimes dig my heels in even more and can spin even farther into that, you know, the panic button just starts spinning even more of, I'm not gonna be able to do this. And I I need help. And what am I going to do? And somebody else should have this job. And you know, and I can just really get myself going, right? Yep, absolutely. So we've rewired on the physical by breathing, we're rewiring the emotional panic button by feeling and dealing. Mm -hmm. And those two things happen at the same time. Yeah, you know, and then, then there's the mental, like all of those thoughts. How do I rewire my panic button on the mental level? And the best way I know, and I think as a coach, you would agree with this, the best way I know to rewire my mental panic button is to ask myself a good question mm-hmm. because that takes my attention off what I'm panicked about and puts it on possibility. Yes. So the first question I would ask myself is like, what am I making this mean? Mm. What am I making being a project manager mean? How am I creating this meaning for myself causing me to panic? And then the second question I ask is, what else could this mean? Mm-hmm. What else could this mean? Mm-hmm. And so if I ask that question, Dee, what comes up for you? Like, what else could this mean? It could also mean that I am doing something I have not done before. And so anytime that something is new or different, there's going to be a period of not knowing, you know, a period of learning. 
which when I, you know, sit with it in that way, it's like, well, I love that. I love learning new things, you know, um, <laughs> that's exciting. Who can I ask? And I actually did ask my dad, he was a retired project manager and he is like, can't wait to come over with his graph paper and, you know, and, um, <laughs> I probably should be careful what I ask for. Um, but yeah, it's going to be great because he's, I mean, he is so detail oriented. So what I, what else could this mean is an opportunity to have new connection with my father. You know, I can make it mean what I want. That's right. Yeah. I think what this comes to and what you just pointed to is that you have shifted a perspective. And now looking at this same situation with a different lens, you're seeing it differently and you get to feel differently about it. That's right. You experience it differently. Wow, it's an opportunity for me to connect with my dad in a new way, bro, which is a high value of mine. Right. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so you've rewired your panic button mm -hmm. on the mental level. Yeah, and I want to add something else about rewiring on the mental level, too. So the meaning-making piece is so important, which, I mean, that's the heart of it. Something else that I have my clients do is when we're looking at rewiring on the mental level, there's a lot of little thoughts. I'm not going to know what to do. You know, thoughts about my own competence, thoughts about what I'm not going to enjoy, all the details. And so sometimes what I'll ask my clients to do is write those down, like take them out of my head and make them visible to myself so I can look at what all is going on in that head of mine. And as I'm looking at them and seeing them in black and white, I can ask, okay, is that really true? And just do a little reality checking with myself on whether or not those thoughts are even true. And it, they might be true. I've never done this before is true. I'm can't, I can't do it or I'm incompetent is not true. So, you know, I can break those apart then rather than all the collapsing together when it's in my head spinning. It just all feels like one big overwhelming thought. So what I'm saying is if we take those thoughts out and separate them one by one, looking at them in black and white, then we can go through and say, you know what, that's not even true. And that might be true. And how else can I think about that? I love that. That's such, that's so great. If you realize, wait a second, it's not all of me that yes. feels overwhelmed. There's a part of me that feels overwhelmed. That's right. You know, there's a part of me that believes she doesn't know what she's doing. So rather than make it the all of you, if you just make it a part of you, it's actually much more manageable. Oh, that yes. helps the mental rewiring as well. Yeah. And when something feels manageable, it does yeah. not feel overwhelming, right? Right. Excellent point. Thank you for bringing that, rounding that out. The fourth place for us to look to rewire our panic button is on the spiritual level. So we've looked, we've seen how rewiring on the physical level with our breath, rewiring on the emotional level with our feeling and compassion. We, we've seen how powerful our rewiring on the mental level is with changing our perspective and really just kind of separating us from our thoughts to really land it, round it out container of safety for us to rewire our panic button. We want to look at the spiritual level and I look at it in, in two ways. One is that we create a mantra, or if you're more comfortable with prayer, you create a prayer. And this is so powerful. I think this is literally where the alchemy comes in, in rewiring. And it's either creating a powerful prayer or a mantra that begins with the end in mind about how you want to feel. And so the prayer goes something like this. Thank you. It always begins. Thank you. And then you fill in the blank. Mm 
for helping me navigate project management with ease and grace. Mm. Thank you for helping me easily and effortlessly learn how to manage this project in a way that serves the highest and best for all concerned. Mm -hmm. Right. And you take that mantra and you just, you write it, you fill it in your heart and you just live with that through that as that mantra or as that prayer. And your panic button will be rewired. I promise. Oh, absolutely. I love that. Yes, pointing us in the direction we want to go, beginning with the end in mind, but also saying a prayer or mantra of thanks that it's already happening, bringing what I want out there into this present moment here. I love the first one. That is absolutely going to be mine. Thank you for helping me navigate this project management with ease and grace. Amen. And so it is. (laughs) And so it is. Yes. All right. Well, this has been really helpful, Jackie. I'm glad. Four steps for rewiring our panic button to help us overcome overwhelm. And as always, it's been really great to be in this conversation with you. Yeah, likewise. Thanks, Dee. We're so glad that you were here with us today, listening to Rethinking Leadership, serving fresh ideas over coffee. You can connect with Jackie Lesser on JackieLesser.com. And you can connect with me, Dee Yarrison, at EssentialShiftNow.com. And we'll see you next time.